Well, hello there. It's time for a bit of... The Late Night Call-In Podcast, where... We're call on line three. Hang on, Matt, we're just getting started. Well, there's a lot of calls banked up tonight. Right, but I haven't even said the name of the show. It's we're... mentioned in the theme about eight times. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, well, let's hope it's uh, a sensible caller. First one of these in a while. Go ahead. You're on Sizzletown. Yeah, mate, it's the fucking 5G. Oh, no. Matt, how did he get through? Uh, he's been calling every night since the last app. What, in June? Yep. <sighs> okay. What is it? It's a 5G, mate. What is? Fucking everything, right? For example? The fucking corona, the shit happening in fucking Washington, uh... The pizzas being... Pizzas? The, the box being smaller. The boxes are what? The fucking large. It's, it's now what used to be the medium. Right. And and that's... It's fucking the, 5G. Look, my, who is this? Uh, I, my name's uh, Shane Williams. Uh, uh, neighbour's cat. Neighbour's cat? Yeah, neighbor's, Shane Neighbour's cat, yep. That's your name? It's, um, it's French. Is it? Boku fucking French, mate. Now, let's back up a bit. Yeah, um, okay. You it's said that... Uh, fucking dangle mouse, you cunt. Um, what's happening? Sorry, the cat's fucking attacking a dangle mouse. Sure. Let's stay on topic, though. Um, what is the, the 5G responsible for? Mate, all that shit, right? Right. A few weeks back in the Capitol Hill incursion, mm. right? In Washington. That was all fucking Antifa, right? You saw the footage. Yeah. They were false fucking flags and shit, right? Uh, right, all, but... They the... had their fucking Viking helmets on backwards. That's how you could tell, right? Yeah, but haven't most of the uh, ringleaders been identified yeah, as known mate, agitators, QAnon fucking, Yeah, it was them, right? But they're playing a long game, right? Oh, yeah. They're playing it there by the fucking deep state, the, right? The deep state, yeah. Yeah, all that shit they've been saying for four or five years, it's all been leading up to this, right? Has it? It's yeah. all about getting rid of Trump, oh, isn't it? okay. Get yeah. fucking Biden. He's Biden <laughs> his fucking time. Right, so Biden's part of this. Yeah, he... Biden. What's he fucking doing, right? Um, It's like a fold-out, isn't it? A what? A fold-out in the fucking Mad Magazine. You know, they have oh. them fold-outs at the back? Yeah, Fold-in, fold-out, I don't know. But... It's, it's like a picture and you go, what the fuck's that meant to be? And then you fucking fold it and then the fucking yeah, trip but... comes out, isn't it? What's that got to do with... Well, that's the... fucking Biden, isn't it? You fucking fold it out and what's it make? It's fucking Bin Laden, isn't it? What? Biden is a folded in version of Bin Laden. That's what's going oh, on. Is no, Biden is a fucking secreted the yeah. essence of fucking Bin Laden. Well, that sounds like quite a stretch. But it's the... all on the fucking internet, right? Yeah. You fucking get on there. I might not. It's uh... all the 5G, right? It's the 5G. It's the vaccine. They want to fucking put the 5G in you in a fucking needle. Right. Uh, so, Shane, are you, uh, would you call yourself an anti-masker? No, mate. You... Oh, I happily wear a fucking mask. Yeah. I have no problem with a mask, right? That fucking thwarts the 
um, facial recognition software and that. Oh. I wear a mask all the time, mate. Right. Mate, I wear a, a fucking uh, Daryl Summers mask what? everywhere I go. So if I'm in any activities, right, and then it photographs me, they look at it, they bring it up on a computer, I go, fucking Daryl. It's fucking Daryl Summers doing that shit. So you're throwing Daryl under the bus there. Yeah, fuck yeah. him. What? No, I don't care, mate. I can't fucking... Hey, no, hey, come on. Show I some respect. I apologise for the language, but, mate, he fucking wouldn't read out my what cheeses me off on Hey Hey back in 97. You'd let her? Well, it was more of a manifesto, oh. but it's a fucking long show, right? He could have had Blackman read some of it out. Okay. They could have captioned it up or on the right. fucking captions or some shit. Summarise yep. it. So who's behind all this? You fucking know who it is. Oh, it's, no. Yeah, it's no. the fucking erectile dysfunction mob. They're the ones behind the they virus, the emails, 5G. They the... want stiffies to go-go, right? Oh. <laughs> Once they've got a fucking network of stiffies, right, that's like aerials. Aerials? That conducts the 5G. So they're... Uh... Creating a nah, mate. A what? Once uh, they get their fucking network of stiffies, you won't be a fucking laughing them, mate. Well, thanks for the warning, Shane. Yeah, I gotta, uh, I gotta go, mate. Yeah, I gotta stock up on fucking lolly snakes at Seven Eleven. Dresses Daryl. Okay, mate of mine's um going as Aussie to make it look authentic. Well, uh, thanks for your call. <laughs> okay, mate. Erase this recording, mate. Yep, sure. See ya. There he is. That's um. Shane Neighbours Cat with some interesting theories here at Sizzletown. <sighs> Not a great way to start the show, Matt. I um I really thought after all this time, you know, we'd come back with some scintillating Thoughtful callers. Uh, yeah, sorry. No, it's, it's not your fault. Um, I might just take another one at random. Go ahead, you're on Sizzletown. Hey, uh, you guys reckon you could get high if you smoke a joint in a dream? Oh. Would that... Okay, okay thank you. Hi? <sighs> wow. Just drop another sound effect in, Matt. Um, oh, I should say, good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Wasn't planning to do one of these. It's just that, uh, well, I was supposed to be working on a little TV series right now, but thanks to our old friend COVID-19, that's uh, had to be pushed back a couple of months. And uh, Very sensitive. Thanks, Matt. Anyway, I figured uh, let's sneak in a sizzle town, find out what the nation is thinking. I'll call Matt Dower. I'm sure he's available. He's only working on a daily National radio show, Kennedy Malloy. Oh, of course, that's had a a personnel change recently. Um, Has that resulted in much extra work for you, Matt? Uh, Maybe a few extra promos? Yeah, just a few. Okay, well, um, thanks for squeezing us in, and I'm sure you've brought a lot of brand-new sound effects for tonight's show. (laughs) Ah, yes, uh, here at Sizzletown. Um... Let's get back to the callers. Quite a few banked up, like you say. I'll just choose one at random. Uh, go ahead, caller. Yes, hello. Is that Sizzletown? Yes, it is. Who's this? Uh, my name's Karen. Karen? I'm, no, uh, I'm not a Karen. Oh. I'm a Karen. Sorry, it's Karen. Thank you. Listen, you had someone talking about masks before. Yep. I just want to report a disgrace. 
disgusting incident involving two police officers mm. happened at Southland on the weekend. Right. You saw this? Yes, I was there. I was picking up a couple of copper pops from the copper pop porium. Uh-huh. And I was walking up to concourse. Two officers were coming towards me. Mm. I immediately took my mask off uh, and they refused to engage with me. Oh. Disgraceful. Mm. I had the mm. phone going. Yep. I had a lot of lines prepared about... You can't tell me what to do. This isn't dictator Dan's communist Russia. Yeah. Mandatory is not the law. And they just they just kept walking. I see. They gave you nothing. Absolutely and... appalling. I'm going to report it to the onboardsman. Wow, that's serious. How do they expect me to get onto the Daily Mail? Well, uh... Honestly. I had my friend Brioni running a second camera phone to get another angle for the edit. So what did you do then? I ran down to the escalators and came up again and tried to engage them a second time. Mm. Absolutely nothing. What kind of state are we living in? Well, sorry to hear that, Karen. Yeah, uh, no, listen, I've got to go. I've got to rehearse an incident for Bunnings tomorrow morning. Oh. Yes, I'm hoping to get on to ACA. Oh, she's gone. And uh, good luck to her. You're listening to Sizzletown. All right, let's uh, let's keep the calls coming, Matt. Have we got anything non-COVID related? Uh, yeah, try line four. All right. Uh, good evening. You're on Sizzletown. Good evening. My name's Stapleton. Oh, you've uh, called us before. Yeah, that's right. What's man. your thing? Well, I like to uh, get up early of the morning and get the Herald Sun. Right. And leaf through it until I find a court case where uh, mm. I'm likely to be outraged by the uh, outcome. Yep, yep. And then I pop down to the magistrate's court, I stand up the back, and when the mm. sentence is announced, I like to yell out, I hope you rot in jail. Ah, oh, yes, that's, yes, that's you're right, uh, well yeah. known for this. Yeah. How's that going? Well, they, uh, they've banned me from appearing in the courtroom, oh. so I'll produce a standing out the front and just... Uh, Wait until people are on their way in. Right. And then I just take a chance. Yes. And say, I hope you're rot in jail. On the proviso that they will eventually be uh, found guilty and sentenced and then uh, placed in a correctional facility for a number of years where they're Mm. uh, presumably uh, going to die of natural causes and then. Uh, due to a bureaucratic snafu, the corpse uh, won't be discovered for, I guess, a couple of months. So that... Uh, resulting in the outcome that the uh, the person rots, rots in jail. jail. That's right, yep. yeah. I mean, it's you're taking a gamble, yeah. but... Um, I think it's worth it. So, you do this quite a lot. Yeah, you... well, they have started uh, banning me from appearing out of the front, so what mm. I like to do is, uh, over the weekend, I'll just uh, rent a cherry picker yeah. and drive it out to Barwood Prison right. at about three in the morning, and then I just fire it up. I get up there, I've got a loud hailer, yeah. and if I see someone, you know, walking down a silhouette, going down a corridor, I go, I hope you're rot in jail. And, yeah, that's fairly effective. Yeah. Oh, well, that's commitment. It's um, very important that I get my point across. Yeah. So, surely you can't keep doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have been cautioned a few times. I started patrolling the perimeter, so what I do now mm. to get it out of my system is I found out where they uh, 
get all their fruit and veg. Their fruit? For, yeah, what? for the inmates at Barwon. They uh, loaded up in the trucks down at uh, Vic Market. Yeah. Very, about five in the morning. So what I do is I pop down there and I hide behind a car and uh. when someone comes past with a, a box of perishables, I'll just leap out and, and yell at some peaches. I hope you're rotting oh, jail. Wow. Yeah. That's... yeah, just give it to a box <laughs> of peaches or nectar and say, Okay, well, yeah. that's interesting. You must be uh, pretty keen on the uh, the death penalty. What's that? If, uh, capital punishment. Well, if... no, I'm actually uh, opposed to capital punishment. I was, yeah. Back in the 60s, I was one of the people. Uh, campaigning against hanging in Victoria. Oh, that, yes. that case, who was it, Ronald? Yeah, Ronald Ryan, all that. Yeah. Well, I figured that uh, if they were to take someone out and hang them, mm. it made it much less effective when I yelled out, hanging's too good for him oh, from the back right, of the courtroom. Yeah. You know, it sort of undermined I it see, if, so. if they then proved me wrong. So I figured, you know, if we could abolish hanging, yeah. that empathet would have more impact. So that was you who, yeah. well yeah. done there. Uh, and then, of course, you can chuck in a, I hope you rot in jail. Of course. Uh, now, can I ask, how many cases have there been of someone actually rotting in jail? Um, None. None. Not a single documented instance as far as I know because, right, yeah. like I say, it would require that the corpse remain undiscovered in a cell till mm. you know, long enough for the putrefaction process to be completed. Yeah, sure, so, it's not realistic, but still, no, well, you persist with this. You yeah. know, I just think that it's one thing for an offender to be sentenced to a lifetime of incarceration, but the process isn't really completed until I have shouted, I hope you're rot in jail, mm. either in person or in the form of a letter to the editor. I get you. Well, uh, yeah, well, it. thanks for the update. All um, right. Well, uh, listen, uh, if you'd like to purchase one of my I hope you're rot in jail t-shirts, oh, t-shirts. Uh, just pop along to my uh, website, <laughs> I hope you're rot in jail dot com. Uh, will do. Yeah. Thanks for calling. All right. See you. Ah, that's uh, that's Stapleton, a man uh, keen to see justice done here at Sizzletown. And hey, isn't it great to see uh, live comedy coming back in this country, Matt? Is it? Yes, it is. Many of the venues opening their doors again. And uh, one of the best is the last venue that I played pre-COVID in Orange, New South Wales, a little place in Kite Street called Factory Espresso. <laughs> yes, that's them. Uh, if you're up that way, or down that way, I urge you to check them out. It's a room run by Nick and Ruby Gleason. Now, Nick is Tom Gleason's brother, so uh, he's really worked out how to put on a comedy night. And the next one they've got going, let's see if you're listening to this live, obviously, the 12th and 13th of February, it's Dilruk Jaya Singer and Bev Killick. <laughs> Fantastic room, great shows. I think we've got a terrible recording, Matt, of me during one of my shows uh, addressing the audience. Could you just play that now? Just before we get started, I'm in a country town. Does anyone need to pop next door and buy some ammunition? <laughs> you right for hollow points, madam? 
It's not too late. Who are you shooting at? Who is it? Is it all this from fucking Escape from the City who keep moving here? That's who it is. All these lovable lesbian couples looking oh. for artisanal bakeries who keep coming here. Okay, that's enough of that. It's about to get very defamatory. But Factory Espresso, here's the big news, are coming on board Sizzletown as a new sponsor. Yes, give them a round, Matt. That's right. And to celebrate, Nick and Ruby have released, wait for it, the Sizzletown Blend Coffee Beans. That's right, our very own coffee beans available right now to purchase a delicious, full-bodied and rich blend, perfectly balanced with a lingering chocolate aftertaste, great for espresso, filter and AeroPress. And as you know, listeners, I am the classic inner-city Melbourne latte sipper. So uh, I'm pretty fussy about coffee, and this is good stuff. Available in one kilo bags as whole beans, or they can be ground to order. They also offer free shipping anywhere in Australia. So head on over to factoryespresso.com.au forward slash sizzletown, and uh, you can choose from, obviously, the Sizzletown blend, or they have, uh, well... The Brazil single origin. Uh, sorry, Matt. I, th- I thought. Well, I thought you'd run some sound effects for each of these. Not really, I haven't got many. Okay. Well, just throw something. What have you got for Brazilian? Ouch. Okay, that'll have to do. They've got the crafty blend. The Colombian single origin. <laughs> The Italian blend. Hey! The decaf organic Swiss water process. The organic blend. And the reserve blend. Very nice. Matt Dow, sound effects on the fly. That address again, Factory Espresso. That's espresso, not expresso.com.au forward slash Sizzletown. Thank you, team, for getting behind this episode. Now, Matt, I see uh, some more callers lined up. Yep, try line three. All right. Uh, you're on Sizzletown. Who's this? Good evening. It's uh, Colin Holcroft. Oh, calling. Colin. Yes. One of our earliest callers. That's right, yeah. You were um, building some apartments, yeah. weren't you? How did that turn out? Well, I've, uh, I've offloaded the apartment. Oh, All right. Um, explain what yeah, was... Yeah, this was a very cheaply constructed uh, multi-storey block of flats that uh, mm-hmm. it was a massive eyesore. Right. It was actually blocking uh, the view of several heritage-listed buildings in our street. Oh. But the whole point of it was it served as a massive assertion mm. that we do not stand for inappropriate development. Yes, that's that right. It was really... A 15-storey a... billboard, in effect. Yeah, it was a big job. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was... Too much upkeep. I couldn't uh, handle all that. So yeah, I've sold it. Did off. you make any profit? Yeah, over a million dollars. Yeah. I'm reinvesting that in the local community. I'm uh, I'm spending up big yeah. on uh, signage, billboards, and uh, signs saying that. Uh, 
Again, we will not stand for inappropriate development. You cannot make a move in this suburb without bumping into one of my signs. Is that right? Yeah, you come out your front door, you've pretty much got to run through a footy banner saying, we say no to inappropriate development. I'm really getting the message across here. Well, good on you. It's uh, it's important work. Yeah, now, that's what I'm calling in about, as you know. Leisure and entertainment is my band. Yes, and where have you been? Well, this week I visited Phosphate Paradise Mm -hmm. down off St Kilda Road. Oh, yeah. Which is, I have to say, the poorest use to date of the word paradise. (laughs) I mean, essentially it's just a bloody warehouse full of fertiliser. Doesn't sound very exciting. It's not much for the kiddies, I can tell you. There's no uh, log flume, there's Mm no... Putt, putt, golf course. Oh, no. There's no, I don't know, what else are they into? There's no bunt cakes. What? <laughs> bunt cakes? Well, bunt cakes, yeah. That's, oh, they, <laughs> the kiddies are into bunt cakes, are they? I'm not sure. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, uh, no, no sign of any of that. So, uh, yeah, I, would, um, I wouldn't base a day's fun around uh, phosphate paradise myself. Good to know. Now, uh, what else is going on with you? Oh, to see, to see. Uh, well, my granddaughter's trying to get me to listen to audio books. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yep. Yeah, she's got me some of those. But the thing is, I'm, uh, you know, I've got terrible hearing, mm. and they tend to speak too quickly for me. Trouble to, comprehending you, Yeah, so what I do is uh, I've got the computer... Yeah, you know, Siri. Siri? Yeah, Siri. I've got Siri switched on. Yeah. And I just play the audio books into Siri. Siri takes it all down, oh. turns it into a Word document, and then uh, prints it out so oh, I can just read it. Really? Uh, with my eyes. <laughs> yeah. I find that's the best way to go with an audio book is just to read it off a piece of paper. Okay. I, I guess that could work. Yeah, so I'm doing a bit of that. Now, are you... Uh Coping okay with all this uh, pandemic business? Uh, no, I'm fine. Look, I'm not worried about coronavirus. I've, you know, I don't get out much anyway, but mm. uh, I guess I'll hang out for the vaccine. Right, no problem with that? No, but... no problems. Well, I'll probably, you know, wait a while, let everyone else go first, because oh. you don't know what the bloody side effects are going to be. It might turn you queer or oh, something. Really? Well, just for example, I don't know, you know, you might have a mm. jab of uh, vaccine and then the next second, you, I don't know, you're sitting down of an evening watching the block and on comes Scotty Cam, you go, oh, gee, I wouldn't mind a crack at that. Oh, oh hang on, it's just the vaccine well, talking. It seems unlikely. Yeah, well, it's, it's just an abstract example. So pardon well, me. Uh, well, thanks for checking in, Colin, and uh, all the best. Yep, all right. Well, anyway, good to speak to you again. Cheers. Colin Holcroft there, here at Sizzletown. <laughs> and... Uh, See, there's uh, quite a few lights on here, Matt. I'm just going to dive in. Uh, hello, you're on Sizzletown. Is this on? Yes. What is it? What are you doing? It's, it's a talk back. Is it a quiz? Is it a quiz? Uh, is it a music quiz? It's not a music quiz. <laughs> Name the song. Name the fucking song, Man There's eater. no song. It's Man Eater. You fucking blow Man Eater. Yeah. <laughs> Bottle of Mud. Well, you've called the wrong podcast. Bottle of Mud, you Clip. blow Bottle of Mud. That's the song, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not. Don't play it, mate. I'll get it. I'll get it. One man eater. Who is this? Ah, uh, what is Theo? Theo, what are you calling about? Um, I forgot my topic. Um, just choose one. Uh, phosphate. Phos- what is the first guy said there before? We've we've done that. Hey, I'm doing the same topic. Where? Yeah, phosphate and shit. What else have you got? 
Man either. No, that's no, not what. I will play the song. You play the first song. I yeah. can't do the quiz. It, it's not a quiz. Song. What is it? Right, what we're not it? doing a quiz. Age of Reason. What? Age of Reason. Uh, no. What about the Age of Reason? That's a good question, isn't it? Yeah, it is a good question. Only Johnny Valdemar's that one, mate. Anything else? Man <sighs> No topic for us. Oh, I got it. <laughs> right. Thanks for calling. Oh, <laughs> Do you follow that, Matt? Not really. Wow. Uh, if anyone's still listening, this is Sizzletown. And uh, you may be surprised to learn after that that this is the award-winning Sizzletown podcast. That's right. They had the Australian Podcast Awards again towards the end of last year. It had been delayed all year. It was largely uh, celebrating the 2019 Output and Sizzletown managed to bag the silver in the comedy category. I don't understand why we're in comedy. This is a, a talkback show. But anyway, uh, congratulations to the gold winner, which was uh, Dan Illick with Irrational Fear, which is a very good podcast. You should check that out. And Sizzletown also scored the bronze in the creativity Department, the Creativity Award. I know Matt sent in all of his fanciest bells and whistles gear, but uh, top prize went to something COVID-related, and then silver was uh, something called the Voyage of the Pong Sioux. Yeah, don't mention the Pong Sioux. Oh, still a sore point for Matt, the Pong Sioux. Anyway, check all those podcasts out, and thank you very much to the team from the Australian Podcast Awards. Now, we've really only got time for one more call, Matt. Who have you got? Uh, someone very special. Really? Yeah, try line one. Okay. Uh, this is Sizzletown. Who is this? G'day, Sadie. Oh, is that you, Dave? Yeah, that's right. It's Dave Clacton calling proprietor of the Seven Arms Hotel on Upper Fuckle Road, out Rosanna. One, one of our regulars. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Listen, your lordship has found half an hour to do another one of these, um, have you? I guess we humble servants should be grateful uh, you've found time to fucking sit around and let everyone else do the fucking work. As usual, I see. Well, it's uh, it's good to hear from you, Dave. <laughs> okay, yeah. Listen, I heard you uh, uh, claiming you've won some more fucking awards for this uh, bullshit. Yeah, here, that's it? right. We did. You didn't come first, though, did you? What uh, have you got? The bronze award. Who's yes, a, who's it, fucking impressed by that? Well, it's how fucking far down the metallurgical table did they have to go? Uh, did you get the copper art award, mate? No, we didn't. Actually. Jesus Christ! Now listen, um, your operation is uh, is up and running again. Uh, well, yes, we're back in business at the. Busted Nut, which is uh, my comedy room, of course. The yeah. home of Parketry of the Penis, oh, which is uh, right. Mike Todger's latest effort. What does that involve? Well, Mike uh, manipulates his scrotum into uh, a geometric mosaic. Oh. <laughs> It's something to see. I'm sure it is. It's uh, both ornamental and disgusting. <laughs> right. People don't have to be told to stay distanced from uh, from that, I can tell you. So, uh, 
COVID has had an impact, obviously. Well, yeah, we've done it hard during lockdown, um, certainly. Mm. Uh, Barry Dickbag, our uh, resident MC, hasn't taken it well. He's no. spent most of his time. You may have seen on Facebook writing uh, lengthy, joke-free rants about fucking dictator Dan. Yes, That's I've, right. I've yeah. seen some of that. He's not happy. He spends most of his day just blocking other comics on Twitter. Right. Doing yeah. a lot of that, is he? Yeah, I believes very strongly in freedom of speech. And anyone who questions that, he immediately blocks. Of course, right. he's... He's done a few of them. Yeah, I think every comic... Have you been blocked by him, mate? I think so, yes. Yeah, I think every comic in Melbourne has been blocked by Barry Dick Bag. In fact, uh, Greg Larson has been double-blocked by him. What? How does that work? Uh, I think Barry set up a second account just to fucking block Greg. That's right, double-block account. What caused that? Well, uh, to be fair, I think Greg was saying some uh, slanderous comments, uh, stating that uh, uh, female comics don't feel safe at the busted nut. Right. Is, is that true? It's not, that... There's nothing. There's no truth to that, Tony. No? I know for a fact. Well, how can you be sure? Because we don't employ female comics, mate. Oh, That's why. Right. And why is that? Well, we've put the fucking uh, offers out to them, but uh, they don't seem keen to spend time with uh, Mike and Barry and Les Cordes and the gang. I I don't know what's wrong with it. Right, now what sort of uh, projects have you got lined up for this year, Dave? Well, uh, Barry and and Les and Billy Codds are keen to get themselves some of that sweet wog comedy calling. So they're putting a show together. But do they actually... Ethnic performers, Dave? Well, no, no, not technically. But what they've done is they've done a bit of amateur sleuthing, uh, sort of who-do-you-think-you-are style, Mm. and they've discovered that Barry is, in fact, one-sixteenth Maltese. Is he? Uh, Les uh, has an Italian brother-in-law. Right. And uh, Billy Codd's had a walk-on on on Acropolis now, so they figure that's... Just enough to work with. Okay. So it's not the full, you know, usual day goes style. Whoa, hang no, on. Well, there's an actual show, mate, please. Uh, so they're calling it Mild Wogs. Mild Wogs? Mild Wogs. What's yeah, the... Well, it's a play on Wild Hogs. Right. So what was... Wild Hogs? Wild Hogs was a movie. Oh, years ago. You mean Old Dogs, old, wasn't that? No, Old Dogs. That was oh, like, before that. Know, yep. It was 2006. Okay, it's not the freshest reference, but, no. but I thought you were a fucking film buff. Was well, how sorry, do you not Dave. I'll wild just have to catch up with that oh, one. Geez, do you I... like a movie yourself? <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm a, a cineast myself. Maybe you don't know oh, that. Oh, really? Is that right? I am, mate. I've got the full uh, carry-on collection on Blu-ray. Oh. Have you seen all those? Carry-on Matron, carry-on Dick, <laughs> carry-on Felching. I can't remember all of them, but I've got them all. Wow. Who would have guessed? Yeah, and, of course, I'm running the uh, the film trivia nights here at the Busted Nut to try and keep things afloat. So, oh, uh, really? Yeah. Hands-on with that? I write all the questions myself. So I tell you what, mm. here's a treat for your listeners. Why don't we have a... Uh, have you got time? We're almost out of time. Come but... on, mate. Let's have a bit of a film trivia. You'll, all right. you'll get into this. Okay, I'll, I'll chuck a few questions at you. See how you 
you go with these. You ready? Okay. They're all true or false, okay? Hit me. Here we go. True or false, mm. the original title for the Italian neorealist classic Bicycle Thieves was Wogs Out of Work. Oh, no. Surely not. That is false, mate. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's okay. a bit dodgy. Okay, steady uh, on, mate. I'm not going to get you fucking cancelled. All right. Don't panic, mate. Next. Okay, here's one for you. True or false? There is a new politically correct movie in the works called It's a Mentally Challenged, Mentally Challenged, Mentally Challenged, oh, Mentally Challenged World. No, that's not true. That's actually true, mate. You can look that one up on your fucking Google. Next. <laughs> okay, I'll keep them coming. Here we go. True or false? Leonardo DiCaprio's pet name for his own penis... Oh. Is the blood diamond. Oh, no, it can't be. I've heard that one's true, mate. That's what I've heard on the deep web. All right, one more. Okay, here's one more. All right, here we go, here we go. Elizabeth Taylor's fifth husband, Mm -hmm. Eddie Fisher, was such a huge fan of anal sex that his unofficial nickname was anal fishing. Oh, okay. What, We're what? out of time, Dave. Oh, you're joking, mate. Thanks for calling in. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Okay, I guess half an hour is too much for right. you. Okay. See you, mate. Cheers. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Matt Dow, on the Pots and Pans. And a big special thank you to the people who have made this episode possible, Factory Espresso out of Orange, New South Wales. Get your hands on some of our very own special Sizzletown blend coffee beans at factoryespresso.com.au forward slash Sizzletown. And for news of upcoming episodes, sign up to our newsletter. You can do that at Podbean. Until then, cheers. I'm going to report to the onboard Boku fucking French, mate. Well, all right, here we go, here we go.